no, 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 Rhonda, no, 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 Rousey, no, 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 no longer the champion. Nope. She got her ever-loving goddamn head kicked off the other night. She did. It was pretty awesome. And I had her picked. You picked her to win? Oh, yeah. As did... I think everybody did. Well, no, there was a, a big rush toward the end of uh, toward the uh, end of the night there in Vegas. They parlayed the home fight with uh, a couple college football games that had giant spreads. Yeah. And... Um, People were just fucking taking it. There's a guy, he bet $10,000 on home. Jesus Christ. How much did he make? 240 Jesus. 10000 times, or it might have been 20000 It was like 12 and a half to one odds or something for her to win. If I'd have had $100, I would have made $1,200. Yeah. If I'd have had 1000 scraped together, I would have made $12,000. Mm-hmm. But there was no way I thought. I mean, no, nobody thought that. I mean, come on, that's why the odds were 12, 12 to one. You know, but in order to win any money at all, Ronnie, you'd have to put up a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, to win two thousand. Yeah, something like that. That's, yeah, yeah, that's weird how those the odds are. I don't know if they're the same in boxing. Right. Like if somebody is uh like ten to one, you put up a hundred to win ten dollars. Yeah. Like Who would do that? Favorite. Um, I don't know. That would be just be wouldn't be me. Waste of money. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't guess you can bet straight up with the odds. But. No. So anyway, it's the Fun Employment Files episode nine. You motherfuckers got a lot to talk about. Uh, old Chucky Tater Sacks, myself, and Andy Frampton made our debuts as the commentators for Savage Championship Wrestling. On Friday evening, uh-huh. I gotta say, it's pretty fucking awesome. If we weren't very good at calling the action, we were pretty good at being funny. Yeah, we were. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually, I'd like to work the storyline around to what I said on Facebook: the bigger than average mafia. <laughs> yeah, the bigger than average. Mafia. <laughs> we uh, we I'd never done anything like that before, and neither either of you. No, I think we did okay as far as calling the action. I think it was a little stiff to begin with, but as we went, it just got better. Like we once you, you know. once you decided who you were in character wise. Yeah, just, 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 my my name was uh, Big Jim McGillicuddy. Charles was the aristocrat, Charles Vanderhoff, and uh, Andy was handsome Jason Andrews. Yeah. So handsome, <laughs> and. Uh, Jason Andrews and Charles Vanderhoff collectively shat on me for, <laughs> for three hours. I was called. And he sat there and took it. Every name in the book. Every name in the book. Third generation jobber. Yeah. Came up multiple times. Yeah. Well, it started off bad because uh, the guy went, um, did like the arm thing where you twist the arm and I called it a hammer lock. And Andy was like, that's not a hammerlock. I said, everything's a hammerlock to me. So I just went with it. Started, there was a flying hammerlock. Everything was a hammerlock. That was fucking brilliant. That's one of the funniest things. Because I called you on it. 30 years in the business. <laughs> and everything's a hammerlock? That shows what you know, Big Jim McGillicuddy. Nothing. <laughs> if nothing else, we were... Funny to each other. Yeah. I don't know if Kyle liked what we did or not. Oh, fuck it. I'm sure he did. How can you not? I mean, it was... We kept enough 
information about what was going on in the ring. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, we, we never really wavered off what was going on in the ring. I mean, we, that's what they do on WWE and, you know, even on all the old productions. You had a heel. We had two, we had you, the good guy Trying commentator. To yeah. And then we had me, the, the heel. I was very overly dramatic about everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even your apologies. Yeah. <laughs> I disagree, but I respect your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'll just cave every time. <laughs> what Stand up to him, Jason Andrews. <laughs> <laughs> he just told, Are you just going to sit there and let him talk, talk down to you all night? Well, I mean, it's a free country. Everyone's welcome and entitled to their opinions. I'm a, I guess I'm a, my guy's a libertarian sort of guy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean he's uh, a libertarian pacifist. Like I, I strongly disagree with all the action that's going on. Yeah. In the I'm a conscientious objector to that. Well, but the uh, it was fun because you know obviously the the guys weren't you know all of them weren't total. It's an amateur production, you know, so it was, you know, it's, it's great. I thought it was, I loved it. Independent. Independent. Okay. And independent. I'm sorry. It's an independent production. And, um, I thought all the guys did really good. Yeah. Um, Fun to watch. Yeah. I I thought that each one of them, even if the, even if the wrestling wasn't up to what you see on, uh, the WWE or whatever, the storylines were certainly great. I mean, yeah, Kyle did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really well. Like, um, the atrocity thing, even though I got on too much, it's like, it was funny. <laughs> Is there anybody that he doesn't manage? <laughs> His massive stable of wrestlers. He has. <laughs> um, it was good. Huh? Yeah. And, uh, I liked cornbread and corn fed. I thought they were, that was a good gimmick. You know, it's, it was really good. Like they were entertaining. They were straight up the line, you know, yeah. faces. And good guys. Like, yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. Then there was, oh, the beef hammer. That oh, guy Duke was beef the hammer. fucking greatest. He was just, that's the best gimmick. And he was a really nice guy. Tiny little hands. <laughs> Did yeah. you notice that? Yeah. It smelled like uh, sausage. So, no, cabbage. cabbage yeah. <laughs> Small hands. Small hands. Smells like cabbage. Um, Probably was a carny in a different life. I don't know. That haircut was awesome. The mullet, mm-hmm. the uh, the spiky mullet, it was pretty good. Um, so many meat puns whenever he was wrestling. And Jock Sampson, <laughs> he fucking great. Came in and just took over the commentary booth. He did. And it was great. And like, he started treating me like shit, just like you guys. <laughs> did he really? No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I finally just gave him my headset because yeah. I, I figured he he would want to hear when people are talking, and I just kind of kept quiet while he was there. I I like. If we, if he does it again, I'd like for him to come in and for us to have me, Andy, and him have a back and forth where Andy just is kissing his ass and I'm, you know. You kind of did. Huh? You guys kind of did do that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially after he left. You're yeah. Like, oh, everything he does is just great, isn't it? <laughs> Andrews. But then my character's such a heel that I kiss his ass when he's in the booth too. <laughs> that's the best heel is that they pretend. Just a coward. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that's the most awesome part. Oh God! <laughs> I don't want to blow up all the spots because uh, it's going to come out online, and I want people to be able to watch it. Yeah. But whenever the the table thing didn't go as planned, and he just started laying boots to the table, that was awesome. Our exchange there was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Remember what we were saying? <laughs> oh my God! What did that table ever do to him? <laughs> yeah. And because that table has a family. 
I was I was proud that I came up with one of the funniest lines on ice. <laughs> you did. <laughs> fanny pack full of courage. Because <laughs> he's wearing a fanny pack. I was like, who wears that? You know. Wrestlers do. Yes. Joe Rogan wears one. Does he? Mm-hmm. He says it's yeah, but, convenient. But nobody would ever say shit to Joe Rogan. Oh, they, say shit to him all the time. <laughs> they say shit to him all the time on Twitter. Well, that's the thing. Twitter people are cowards. Let's address. Okay. Everybody on Twitter is a coward. Blanket statement. I have Twitter. Am I a coward? No, <laughs> no, I'm saying the the Twitter cowards, not yeah. everybody on Twitter there is a are coward. People, um, they uh, have fake profiles that just have eggs as their as their profile picture. Yeah, and because uh, that's the automatic one. Whenever you sign up mm-hmm. before you put up your own profile, <laughs> there's a nice sniff. Um, Sorry, I'm. It's okay. Allergies are awful. Then, uh, then they'll use a fake name, and then they'll just go shit on celebrities and yeah, um, on whoever. If they disagree with you, or if they think you suck, like I'm sure Rhonda got all kinds of that after getting her nearly decapitated in front of seventy thousand people in Australia. Yeah, it was pretty fucking bad. <laughs> it's like a great white shark hitter. <laughs> it was like watching Clubber Lang go down, man. <laughs> Clubber Lang, Balboa! <laughs> ah! That was awful. <laughs> but uh. Well, what, what, which Twitter cowards are we referring to exactly right now? Uh, I, I didn't want us to switch gears this quickly. It doesn't matter, but it's a pretty quick show. This isn't like, yeah, we're not going to do like 10 PFR. hours. Um, the people who, the Black Lives Matter people who have now gone after that basically fuck Paris, like, cause they're white people mm-hmm. and, and they're so fill up, fold up, filled up with bitterness towards white people that they can't even be sad that, they're just people. I mean, the fact that they're, they happen to be white and got killed, and you're enough of a cunt to fucking say that. And I'm going to say that. People in Black Lives Matter, you people who, who said that, you're cunts. You're yeah, fucking cunts. It's the vocal minority of any, any yeah. movement. Just like uh, if you were... It- if you had no idea what Christianity was and you were introduced to only the Westboro Baptist Church, you're like, God damn, uh, apparently all Christians are just fucking lunatics. Yeah. And just like any other group. And those are the vocal minority. And that's completely unfair. Like it's, you know. Well, to, to also be fair to them, um, that same day, I believe there was an attack, I think in Lebanon. I don't know where it was. That's how it, little it was co- covered because it's brown people. I understand. <laughs> you know, I understand people. that side of it. But that's not those people's fault, yeah. you know, and I understand going after the media outlets and all that stuff. And, you know, apparently there was another attack in Kenya and um, I shared one about Kenya, but it was just from it was from April. OK. And I remember it getting some coverage, but not nearly as much as Paris, because it's first thing. It's one of the 10 biggest cities in the world. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. It's Paris. It's Paris. Everybody has an image. The reason. OK, the reason that story hit is because a. When has there ever been a terrorist attack in Paris? Other than the Nazis marching, Charlie in Hebdo. Okay, but I'm saying yes, but I'm saying then on that train, uh, American soldiers stopped one. Right. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome, Frenchy Parisians. <laughs> but yeah, not. It's the biggest. It's their 911. It's the biggest thing to happen since World War Two. That's what I'm saying. Is that, um, and also the French largely take a hands-off approach to everything international they're like we don't want to get involved you know they really do i know that they send some troops in coalitions because nato is still a thing and all that stuff but 
uh, they really deplore the way Americans handle a lot of things. So I think they try to stay out of it. But the French have started kicking some fucking ass. Yeah, they yeah. went in there and fucked that fucking city up. May have awoken a sleeping giant. Yeah, there, I mean because they don't give a their their economy is very strong. They're a very intelligent people. They're all educated, you know, t- to a large degree. They're, you know, they're all very smelly. <laughs> if Pepe Le Pew has taught us anything, <laughs> that he's a rapist yeah. and that he smells bad. Yeah. All all Frenchies <laughs> are stinky rapists. <laughs> Way to go, Isis! You've the, awakened this the, the, the stinky, stinky rapey sleeping rapey. giant. <laughs> Imagine a giant Pepe Le Pew walking across the continent. <laughs> He's not trying to fuck anybody. Well, he is. Yeah, just in a different way. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be good for if once they find out where where to attack, and, and they've already found a couple places, and, and that brings fuck them up beyond recognition. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That brings up the other thing. People, some people are having a problem with anonymous saying that they're a terrorist organization going after ISIS. I'm like, you know, that is a group that is across the board against. As far as I know, they've only done good things. Exactly. They think they're a terrorist organization because the rich people are terrified of Anonymous and the people in power are terrified of them because they're like, this is a group. They, they are really. They'll uh, find out what, what we did. They'll find out what you had for breakfast. There's no secrets. Exactly. They're a, they're a legit V for Vendetta type group. You know what I mean? It is, it is just like V going in there and terrorizing the people in power who are fucking everything up. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you know, somebody on my wall who's a friend and I'm not going to say, you know, call him out. No, not I'm at all. I mean, he's a, he's a good dude and he's smart, but I think that he's been given some misinformation as everybody is about anonymous. They're an awful group. No, they're not an awful group. They're a good group for us, for, for lower and middle class people. They are a great group. Well, uh, whenever the whole thing was going on in Egypt, remember that? Yeah. Uh, what they were throwing over, overthrowing their government mm-hmm. and the government cut off the internet. Yeah. Somehow they figured out a way to get internet back on. Yeah. So people could communicate what was going on. Exactly. And they've done that multiple times in there, multiple different places. See, and that's, you know, that's one of the reasons I love the movie V for Vendetta. I felt a real, you know, Hugo Weaving's performance in that fucking movie was so fucking good. Hugo Weaving was V, was play, played V and just his speeches. He said, these are not, these are not opinions. They are perspectives, you know, and he's like, you know, you will, he said, the people in power who are using the, the, in lieu of conversation are using the truncheon will be, will be held accountable. That's what those people in power are afraid of is that we as a group will start marching in cities with those masks on and just take power from them, you know, because it needs to happen. It's needed to happen for so long. And, um, and they now, that's what makes them such a great group. They are now going after a massive terrorist operation, a massive group of lunatics and psychopaths and all these people and going and going to fuck them up. They will tell these governments where these people are at. Hey, in case you want to kill these fuckers, here's where they fuck here. Here's where the fuck they are. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Go kill them. And they've done it before. Yeah. They've done it before in on a small scale. They never declared all out war, but now. Now, and apparently the video, which I haven't gotten seen yet, apparently it's pretty chilling. They, they really go after them. Uh, you know? ISIS Anonymous video? No, the. the with ISIS calling them out? No, with Anonymous calling ISIS out. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. I'm backwards. I'm going to go ahead and search it right now. This is one year ago, 10 hours ago. That's probably it. Yep. It's extremely recent. It's a minute, 16 seconds. 
Hier, vendredi 13 novembre 2015, notre pays, la France fut attaquée à Paris vers 22 heures par deux. That's French as fuck, dog. Yeah. We found the American version. Do they have an American version? I would just like the translated version where I can... Unfortunately, I don't speak French. Vendredi 13 novembre 2015, notre pays, la France, fut Notre pays, la France, fut attaquée à Paris vers 22h par de multiples attentats terroristes revendiqués par vous, l'État. That is Frenchy gibberish. <laughs> But no, I, I, I think that people should, we should start backing Anonymous, like, as a, you know. That's wrong. That's the wrong one. Yeah, you should. We should. I've backed him ever since I heard about him. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. The only thing about it is the... The governments of the world don't like that, so they start watching you. If you know, they. Following the deadly multiple attacks on Paris, where more than 130 people were killed, hacker group Anonymous has posted a sinister video on YouTube declaring war against the Islamic State. The cyber activists in this chilling video said that they would use their knowledge to unite humanity in what they claim to be the biggest operation ever and warn the terrorist organization to expect them. The spokesperson of the group behind their signature mask said, Anonymous from all over the world will hunt you down. You should know that we will find you and we will not let you go. We will launch the biggest operation ever against you. Expect massive cyber attacks. War is declared. Get prepared. The French people are stronger than you and will come out of this atrocity even stronger. The group further issued a statement from their Twitter account that read, Make no mistake, Anonymous is at war with Daesh. We won't stop opposing Islamic State. We are also better hackers. Operation ISIS. Apparently, this is not the first time this hacker group made a threat against ISIS. They made similar threats after the gruesome Charlie Hebdo attacks in January this year. Interestingly, on Friday the 13th, without giving any prior warning, deleted an anonymous group page which has been exposing and reporting social media accounts that are pro-ISIS and banned all its administrators. They said that the existence of the group was a violation of Facebook terms of service and community standards. What was that? Footage of the attack? Yeah, footage of the Paris thing. I mean... I don't necessarily want to see that. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to really find something hard to jerk off to tonight. After. <laughs> it was just a faraway shot of hearing bang, bang, bang. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like, like I said, 
have haven't said ad nauseum. Um, I'm not against uh, Islam. I'm not against. I'm not even against Islam founding their own state or the, or a, or a Palestine or whatever. I'm not. I'm not against that. I am against lunatics and assholes killing innocent people. That's yeah. what I'm. And I think we should all be against that. And the fact that we all got a collective. If you didn't get a collective rise in your heart or your genes after hearing Paris fucking those bastards up, there's something wrong with you. You know what I mean? After like, hearing that they they started. Bombing, bombing, him. yeah. We're, like we're gonna fuck you up. It was the exact opposite feeling that I got that that whenever I learned that it was happening because I just got to the venue where they were doing the wrestling thing. Yeah, and I was getting ready to start setting up, and they had a TV on in the lobby there with mm-hmm. the CNN. I was like, oh fuck! It was only forty people at that time. Yeah, which is still a shitload. Yeah, and then by the time the intermission rolls around, it's up to one hundred and twenty. Yeah, now it's what one hundred and forty. And one of one of the attacks was at an Eagles of Death Metal concert. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, you go out for an evening in Paris. You you you're gonna go to one of the most beautiful and oldest cities in the world, and the next thing you know, some lunatic has got a gun spraying the crowd with bullets just because you don't happen to agree with his imaginary friend. <laughs> you know that's or you, you drew know. a picture of his imaginary friend. Yeah, and by I the still way, don't understand why you can't draw Muhammad Ali? <laughs> is he the is Muhammad Ali the prophet? <laughs> Here's uh, John. John Oliver's take. I'm John Oliver. Just time for a quick recap of the week, and sadly, we must begin with a few words about France, which on Friday suffered the deadliest attack on its soil since World War II. Look. It's hardly been 48 hours, and much is still unknown. But there are a few things we can say for certain. And this is when it actually helps to be on HBO, where those things can be said without restraint. Because after the many necessary and appropriate moments of silence, I'd like to offer you a moment of premium cable profanity. So (laughs) here is where things stand. First, as of now, we know this attack was carried out by gigantic fucking assholes, unconscionable flaming assholes, possibly, possibly working with other fucking assholes, definitely working in service of an ideology of pure assholery. <laughs> Second, and this goes almost without saying, fuck these assholes. Fuck them, if I may say, sideways. And third, third, it is important to remember. Nothing about what these arseholes are trying to do is going to work. France is going to endure. And I'll tell you why. If you're in a war of culture and lifestyle with France, good fucking luck. Because go ahead, go ahead, bring your bankrupt ideology. They'll bring Jean-Paul Sartre, Edith Piaf, fine wine, Gaulois cigarettes, Camus, Camembert, Madeleines, Macarons, Marcel Proust, and the fucking Crockenbouche. Crockenbouche. You just... You just brought a philosophy of rigorous self-abnegation to a pastry fight, my friends. You are fucked. That is a French freedom tower. (laughs) So to the people of France, our thoughts are truly with you, and I do not doubt there'll be more to say on all of this as events unspool. But for now, we are going to continue with the rest of our show. I think you pretty much said it all. Yeah, that's that's exactly the way I feel. I mean, I I think that, you know, we can hem-haw... And, and, and we do, and I'm, I'm included in this. Everybody can him haul around the ideals. Okay. 
there is one thing that everybody can collectively agree upon. And that I think that that's just every rational person. If you were that group, if you were that group of assholes, as he said, you deserve to fucking die. Yeah. And if you're going to kill innocent people, I can't wait for you to fucking die. That's why I love the posts. I'm even loving some of the jingoistic posts that have like a Navy SEAL stand there and said, yeah. said, uh, 15 virgins, let's get these fuckers laid. You know, because. 72 versions. Yeah, 72 versions. You know, 72 just means a shitload. Yeah. To them. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that, you know, I'm it not. It could be like a million. Virgins. I'm not, I'm not a big fist pumper. I'm not a big, you know, war person. But when it's against something righteous, if it was the Nazis come back again and they bombed Nazi fucking, you know, uh, depots and stuff, I fucking jump up and down and scream and yell, yay, because you deserve to fucking die. You know, I saw like I got a big fucking freedom boner whenever I saw a picture of a bunch of bombs being loaded up that said from Paris with love. Like, I just want to see the expendable crew get off of a fucking helicopter <laughs> and start spraying that fucking camp down. Ronda Rousey, even though she's been beating, dealing out fucking head kicks and fucking Chuck Norris doing all his, his thing where he snapped somebody's neck. He didn't even need a gun and fucking sly with that great big fucking hand cannon and Schwarzenegger <laughs> jumping out with the fucking, no, Jesse Ventura jumping out with that minigun on fucking. Is, is he in? No, no, no. I'm just saying it for Predator and stuff yeah. like that. All the badasses for all the American movies just went out <laughs> laying waste to these Can fuckers. we even throw Jean-Claude Van Damme Fuck in there? Yeah, He's fucking Belgian. Throw him in there. Close. Throw him in there. Because he can start doing splits and kicking people in the head. Who's a, who's a badass Frenchie that we could throw in there? Uh, Leon, the professional from... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, start fucking... <laughs> Parlez-vous fucking Francais. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and I'm, and I'm all for that. You know, I, I, I believe that people who, uh, deny others the right to live without fear should die. That's what terrorism is. Yeah. Terrorism's won. It's a victory for terrorism. Yeah. Cause now we're not allowed to be not afraid of anything anymore. The other side of that coin is that I've seen a lot of people immediately avert, revert to racism and culturalism. Saying all Muslims should need to be killed. All this, all this, all this. No, you can't say that because yeah. there are many Muslims who are just, but he, I'm, but I am going to say this bef- after I say this statement. They are aboard. They have find it just as abhorrent as we do, but these Muslim nations really need to start cracking down and start going after these people. You know what I mean? Like Jordan for a while was the lone uh Islam the Muslim nation that went after these fuckers. Like they were they said not on our borders, we're not having it. And that's because their prince and their king is a great guy. He's married to an American, I think. He he was educated at uh Oxford. He's a he's a lovely person. Who dick like a hammer. Probably. <laughs> Those guys. But yeah, you know but that's what I'm saying. Like and Egypt was also for a long time a moderate Muslim country who didn't tolerate terrorism and you know didn't we overthrow their old government and put in the Muslim Brotherhood? I think we did. See, that's, that's the worst part is that, you know, there is the old saying, the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but we have to know who we're dealing with here. This is not anonymous. This is another terrorist organization who just wants their, see, terrorism to them is a business. They just want their, their, their place at the top. They, they want to be able to kill the most people so they can, they believe that horseshit that if they kill enough infidels, they get to go to fucking heaven and all that bullshit. Fuck that. Fuck that. Don't put another one in power. Say, are you a terrorist organization? Yeah, we want to overthrow them. Why do you want to do that? And if they can't get an honest answer, kill them too. <laughs> yeah. Kill them at the fucking bargaining table. Have 
like I said, have Schwarzenegger kick the fucking door in and hose him down with a fucking shotgun. What what, you know? what cool thing is he going to say when he kicks the door in? I got to think of something. <laughs> <laughs> you can't Ramadan down the street. <laughs> You just took, you're going down the wrong way on ass-kicking boulevard. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be something fucking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I don't care what he said, as long as he fucking shot him. You know, and, and yeah, I understand people's uh, distaste for Islam. I actually have a distaste for Islam now because of events that have happened. I have a distaste for all organized religions. Well, I do. I do too. But there is a valid point when people say, well, you don't see Christian terrorists. That's true. There are no Christian terrorists. I used to see them though. I mean, the Crusades. Well, was, oh, yeah. Okay. And, and I've even, McVeigh, I've even brought that up. You know, Timothy McVeigh was a Christian. Yeah. He was a Christian terrorist. Uh, David Correct. KKK Christian. or Christian terrorists. Yeah. Um, but, but a Christian say those aren't Christians, just like Muslims will say, well, those people aren't really Muslim. Exactly. You know? See, and that's, and that's one thing that is, uh, <laughs> really unfortunate is that you know you have and i saw somebody post something about yeah kill their goats they'll really hate that you know i was just like you're you're talking about a group you're you're lumping a, an a, an ethnic group in with an with a religion with wealthy powerful people yeah <laughs> the, the guys running these terrorist cells are not poor people they're the donald trumps yeah worth many times more than the donald trumps exactly of See, this world and they're evil fucking men. I mean, they have, you know, how they don't think that they, you know, because they believe in a Satan too, and how they don't believe that they've made a deal with the devil to try to kill the West and try to push their agenda is be- totally beyond me. I don't. Well, if you go to the fun, <clears throat> excuse me, the fundamentals of that the particular sect of Islam that they follow, it's convert or die. That's so fucking stupid. And it says the same thing in our Bible, but. Our, our people don't really follow that. No, they don't. I mean, I. Our Bible, I mean, Christian Bible. Yeah, well, I mean, the West. Yeah. The West is a Christian. It's, it is a Christian thing. Um, and I don't. I, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand how, why, how anybody would want to kill another person just because they believe something different well yeah. I, I don't I don't understand you know there are a bunch of people and I've even said it before Ann Coulter when I made that post and it was a comedic post about if she was a man I would go down there kick the love, ever loving dog shit out of her and throw her unconscious carcass and hit Sean Can- Sean Hannity in the head with it me- messing up that magnificent salt and pepper quaff he's got <laughs> but I'm not going to go beat up Ann Coulter I'm not even going to harm her but there's a part of me yes that would like to do that but see that's where my sanity comes in well, I'm what, not going to go down to Fox News and start kicking ass and taking names that's what she wants people to do is react that way and get get her Twitter followers up get absolutely. her book sales up Excellent. absolutely she's my buddy Nick paid the be- posted the best picture of her and said i'm an awful person who preaches hate to dumb republicans to sell books you know yeah that's pretty much it yeah. she's pretty much admitted to that yeah she doesn't believe most of the things that she says does she not really no she's like on, on a lot of the things i've heard her on she, whenever she's not in pundit mode 
She's actually really cool and really nice. Well, she was with um, she was with Bill Maher. They were together. Yeah, they were married. If they were, yeah, if they were really, if they were, you know, in a relationship, and and she was actually like that, he would have murdered her by now. I mean, it would just be, because I, you know, as 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 uh, as a uh, wimpy as a guy that he is, and come on, he is. He mm-hmm. he's he's really left wimpy. You know, he's he's everything that the right wing hate. Well, he gets he gets shit on for uh, being Islamophobic. I don't think see and that's the thing I don't think that's right either or fair I don't think just because you're calling out an ideology for the violence that it excuse makes you a I mean that it propagates makes you an Islamophobist by that rationale I'm Islamophobist like I said I have a distaste for it now I have a distaste for that religion not the whole religion the religion as a whole I have a distaste for the fact that it has way more terrorists than any other religion it is um, a religion of Repression. It is a religion of, uh, you know, there's a reason why Christianity, and I know this is sick, this is a thing, and it's going to come back, and this is a real point, okay? There's a reason why the Christians stole all the holidays from the pagans. Is because every religion from that point, from that part of the world, even Judaism, I'm sorry, it's true, even Louis Black has acknowledged this. Christianity, Judaism, and Islam, the three, the big three who sprouted from one group of people. And they all believe in the same God. Yeah. Are the most boring, <laughs> violent. And if you follow them down to their absolute text, oppressive. Yeah. Oppressive group of people. The pagans, while they did practice human sacrifice, were fun loving. We have all these holidays and we like to have fun and we like to, you know, drink and do things and have festivals and we're always celebrating something. Everybody's fucking somebody. Yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. And that's the thing is that those religions are so shitty in that way that they actually had to make it to the West who, and we are still in that mindset. No matter what anybody tells you, I know they say you're a Christian. You still have a pagan mindset where you still like love, where you still like uh, festivals and fun and communing with your fellow man. Don't get it wrong. Those are all pagan ideals. The fun lovingness. Yeah. That they had to do that to make Christianity more palatable to the Western world. (laughs) It's kind of like how whenever a Chinese restaurant opens. They Americanize it a little bit over here because we couldn't handle full on uh, Chinese food. We aren't ready for their jelly. No, we're not. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know, and and that uh, that's why I feel like that uh, where Christianity and Islam are really at odds is the fact that uh, Christianity is Westernized and Christianity is Westernized. Where we st- where we have. They are still stuck in that desert, stark, and I know it it's a harsh part of the and world. It wasn't like that very long ago. No, if you look back at the seventies, like Iran was kind of sweet looking, and yeah, uh, Iraq was kind of sweet looking, and now it's it's just in shambles. Well, the extremists have really taken over. Like they've really taken. Do you it think over. we had something to do with that? I, I yes, definitely. See, that's another thing too. People can't accept the fact that terrorist terrorism is, you know, they were funded because we wanted our interests put. Abroad. I mean, we absolutely trained Osama bin Laden. Absolutely. Proof. There's proof. You know, we absolutely, uh, put Saddam Hussein into power. We, uh, we in Afghanistan, where one of the biggest groups of terrorists come from, we put those people in power to fight the Soviets. Yeah. So, you know, we have to look no farther than our own, but here's the thing. That's over. It's over. And those people who are now in power need to accept the fact and realize that you're fucked. 
you are now fucked. After doing the thing in Paris and doing all the things you've done lately in this massive coordinated war on God this. God help them if they actually do come to America. That's what I'm saying. In America, you know, and there's I, 370 million guns here and there's only 335 million. That's people. what I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That is one thing that I am on board with, with the far righties. If you come to the United States and fuck around, we will fuck you up there. You know, that's, that's what the, the Japanese said. We can't attack continental America because there'll be a, a rifle behind every blade of grass. Exactly. That's the thing. You cannot fight the United States in our own background. You're talking about Vietnam. I'm talking Vietnam a hundred million times over. You cannot win because our people will fight. <laughs> exactly. We, that is one thing about Americans that I love about Americans is that we will fight you. I won't fight. I mean, if it I comes, will. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll be handing on Gatorade out. <laughs> I'll be cheering you on. Come on, guys. I hope get K- back. I hope get carry you. If you, uh, if you get hurt or something, I'll carry you. I'll, I'll apply bandages. I'll, I'll, I'll swing my sword when I need to. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'd fight. I'd probably be real shitty at it. I'd be one of the first to go. I'd be the black guy in a fucking horror film, but I'd try. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't, I've never been trained in the use of a gun either, but I do know one thing. Um, I have a child and if I ever thought that my daughter would be harmed by a terrorist group, there is not enough. You would have to kill me before I kill you. You know what I mean? It would be me. No, no. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Just, I would not be, you know, especially if we were, you know, like I put, I imagine myself in scenarios on a train or a plane or something like that where a terrorist or an automobile <laughs> with John Candy. No, shower curtain ring division. I sell shower curtain rings. But I, I imagine myself in those scenarios with my daughter. And if I knew that the ultimate conclusion was not me dying, I could handle that. But her dying, I'm going to kill every one of you fuckers. You better have a box cutter. You better have a gun because I'm going to fucking kill you. You know, and it's, and brutally, I might add, I'm going to kill you in the most brutal way I can fucking imagine at that moment. Big Donkey Kong punches. Just (laughs) reach up with my hand and rip your throat out of your body. Just boom. You know, and it doesn't take that much pressure. Just bang, grab it and rip it, rip it out. That's what I would do. If you're going to threaten my daughter, I will kill you that way. I'm getting violence boner right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying that every, but every parent is that way with their child. You know, if you're not, you probably shouldn't. Mother, exactly. Mothers, especially mothers will face down a charging bear. See, that is the instinct they have. Fathers are not turn and run, but we're fight, but we're, we're more hesitant than that. You know what I mean? Um, I'm not saying we're ever hesitant to protect our children. I'm saying that mothers are even more violent when it comes to come becomes to protecting their young. That's just a part of the species. I mean, you've seen the videos where like the kids trapped under a car and the woman goes over and squats it and gets the kid yeah, out from like, what yeah. the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. And you know, that does that, adrenaline do that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Adrenaline and, and the- preservation of see, watch a nature documentary where there is a, you watch a nature documentary. <laughs> Well, like they had one about uh, grizzly bears. Grizzly uh, males will kill and eat even their own cubs. Oh, yeah. So the mother squares off with them and is completely unafraid. Like, you know, is like, I'm willing to die. Are you? You know, because it's <laughs> like, you know. And the male is usually like, no. And he'll turn around and go the other way. I'll come you know? back when you're sleeping. If he's really starving, yeah, he'll kill her and eat her too. But I'm saying that that, that, Instinct is in every mammal. 
That's what makes us successful as a species. We don't have that many young. What makes us successful as a species is the fact that we have fewer young, but we're willing to protect them and train, you know, and also our, our mind. And it has to be trained. Reptiles come out. They're ready to go. That's, that's a, that's a package. Boom. Out. Ready to go. You know what I mean? Um, they have no emotions. They have no, the mothers of some, everything's murder. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, the mothers of some reptiles will protect the young, but us- not usually because they have a hundred of them. They don't care. I don't even know your name. It's a machine. It's a, it's a living machine. That's all it is. And we do have repti- reptilian brains, sort of. Yeah, we do. And like so, there's a part of, of mm-hmm. our brain that's reptilian. Absolutely. But that's what I'm saying is that, you know, uh, when it comes to those things, yes, I understand the absolute fear and hatred that some people have for whole groups of people. You know, I understand it because that's fear for, for us. It's fear for our, not just our way of life as in not, not as in, uh, the jingoistic bullshit of freedom, 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 but just the fact that we, so we can live in our country without being afraid, you know, and that's what they're really, that's what they want. That's what they want. They want us to be afraid. They want to force everybody's hand. Really, I think they want to start holy wars, what they really want. They, they have made the decision. It's us or them. And they're talking about us, the West and Christians. And, and everybody else. I'm surprised there's not more terrorist attacks on, on Hindu soil yet. And that's coming. Cause Hindus say, yeah. aren't Muslims. And yeah. And, but I tell you one they're thing. They're nice. Yeah. They're very nice. But they do have nuclear weapons. If you go to India, they'll yeah. fucking kill you. That's, and, and they can be the only reason that that part of the world hasn't blown up yet. Cause Pakistan has them and India and they hate each other. Yeah. Is because of mutually assured destruction. Absolutely. Cause they would both. The Indians are a warrior culture as ancient as almost as ancient as the world itself. You know, as, as I'm talking about the world as in human beings. And if you rouse them, you're fucked. I'm waiting for that to happen next. I'm waiting for the terrorists to go after Hindu interests, to go after other religions' interests, ju- not just Christianity. That's a billion people, too. Yeah, and that's and what they I'm saying. Join up right away. That's what I'm saying. You know, it'll plunge the world into a war so terrible that, you know, because once we decide to fight, we're not going to stop, you know, and we're going to start burning out all these fucking places where these people live, you know, and it's, it, it'll be, it'll be what France has done a thousand times over. And you know what? Part of me is just like, good. Get rid of all those people like that. Not all those people from that religion or from that all racial the, group. All the extremists. All the extremists. That's why I had that post the other day about the time machine. Yeah. It's not really a time machine. <laughs> it is flat into the it's sun. Flat into the sun. Tell, okay. tell the people that listen what it, what it was, a, what you said. Okay. The people that don't follow you on Facebook. Okay. I posted something. I said, all the thinking and rational people in the world, here's what we need to do. Here's my idea. Let's pull all our money, build a time machine. Then we'll get a carnival barker to say, friends, <laughs> would you like to murder someone without any fear of repercussion? Would you like to maim, torture, and destroy each other wholesale? Well, this here time machine will whisk you back into times in history such as the Crusades. May you, fanatic, Christian, or Muslim, go back and maim, torture, and destroy each other wholesale, and then bask in your own self-righteousness. European colonization of the quote-unquote new world. Send all those godless savages to hell, take all their lands, and then convince yourself and history that it is is an inevitable conclusion. And then the final one is the so-called biblical times. Fighting over a piece of land that is absolutely worthless other than the fact of what three people have written down in a book tell you it's worth, and it's worth plunging the world into a... into war so perpetual that it has killed hundreds of millions of people of history. And every fanatic that shows up, be it 
extremist Muslim, Westboro Baptist, all that stuff, accept a nominal fee, pack them on, and then send them packing. And then the rest of the world can re- use that money to repair the damage they've done over centuries and millennia of awful fucking religion. And by the way, it's not a time machine. It's a rocket sending those fuckers right into the fucking sun because we don't need them fucking anything else up. Can we play... Um can we play I Don't Want to Miss a Thing as it goes flying into the sun? Can you pause? I don't want to close my eyes. Um, and we're back through we're the magic <laughs> of editing. <laughs> no, but we were discussing uh, the post about sending the people into the sun and all that stuff. And um, I do think, and this is this is my opinion, and I've said this uh, recently quite a few times, let's give the atheists and the agnostics a shot at it. Let's let them run the world for a while and see where we're at. You know, I'm not saying we're better. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you've had your chance. You've gotten us this far. Maybe pass the baton. Maybe, you know, Let's we're, we're, we're running. Just pass it to us, you know. I'm pretty sure every president we've ever had is atheist, even though they don't claim to be. I think most world leaders are. But I, but I do think. Except for like in the extremist Muslim countries. Exactly. See, and that's what people... But then again, they might just be pandering to get votes. I don't know. I, I don't either because I don't understand that part of the world. I do understand that there is politics of hate and those people, as much as we think people hate here, uh, those people are, are really full of hate. I mean, because it is a generational pass down of hate from mother to hating son because he's a man and has and a man has suppressed her her whole life. Yeah, I'm talking about the extremists here. I'm not talking, I'm not saying their whole belief system is bad or wrong. Uh, Hindus actually have a, their culture is suppressing of women too, but not to that extent. They're more, they, they're more of women have a role in society kind of thing. You know what I mean? Not women need to hide themselves to, so a man can't get his lust up. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and don't fool yourself. There are groups of people in the West who believe that too? Like the Greeks, especially, were that way. Well, uh, they're sending girls home now for dressing provocatively whenever their shorts are two inches above their knees. Let, this, like I've said it before, but a fourteen-year-old boy sees a, a pretty fourteen-year-old girl. It doesn't matter if she's wearing trash bags. He wants to jam his pecker in there. Yeah, that's yeah. the way it is. Yeah, yeah. And you have to teach them not to do it unless she says okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going the wrong way with it. Don't suppress women's sexuality. Please teach the boys, <laughs> teach the boys that that's something you shouldn't feel threatened by. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's, you know, you should embrace it even be like, that's a lovely girl, you know, and see, and I think I bet she fucks like a wildebeest. You could even say that, you know, maybe what I mean? not to her, if but in a especially if you yeah, want to fuck it, her, do it like we did. <laughs> say it to your, to your buddies. Yeah. I want to fuck that girl's brains out. Then you go up and don't fool yourself either. Guys in the fifties and the sixties and even back into the Gilded Age. Hey, Shirley, <laughs> they were saying, man, I'd like to give her a good Rotron. <laughs> they said that shit to each other, but they also society was structured in that time to be more respectful towards women and not be threatened by woman's sexuality. You know, and that's, and that's a big thing is that, that a lot of patriarchal cultures, all patriarchal cultures are threatened by women's power and sexuality. Mm-hmm. They really are. So you're saying we have a patriarchy here? Yes. Yes, uh, we do. I, we do too. Uh, I make fun of the people that keep blaming the patriarchy for everything, but it's, I mean, we do have one. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it, we have less of a patriarchy here than many places on the, on the planet. The, the place where the patriarchy uh, again has gotten out of control is the Mideast. It's gotten completely out of control over there, but there are countries there where women, you know, 
it's 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 not a blanket statement. You can't say that. They're not all like that. Even though some women choose to wear the hajj, they they choose to do that. That is their choice. If they want to live that lifestyle, that should not be denied them. But I'm saying that if a woman doesn't want to do it, that shouldn't be not her either. There's women here, Muslim women here, who are completely free to wear to wear whatever the fuck that they want. And their husbands don't give a flying fuck what they wear. They're married to American men who aren't yeah. Muslim at all, and they want to wear it. They wear the hajj. That's, yeah. that's their religion. That's what they want to do. Yeah, and they want to be able to wear it like it. Work. You know what one of the craziest things I've ever seen is I went to uh, University of Toledo and Toledo is a big Muslim area. And uh, odd. Yeah, it is. Very odd. There's a there's a giant mosque there. And um Did you spray paint go home sand nigger on it? <laughs> I wanted to. You should have. No. And then they would have went home. I went to University of Toledo and there were I had a class with three Arab girls. One of the girls all three of them were built like brick shit houses. God like damn it. I mean, they were fucking <laughs> and wore tight clothes, real tight mm. because they were just nothing but curve, you know, this great big boobs and great big asses, you know what I mean? With tiny little waists, hot. Every, everything about them was hot. Two of the girls wore hajas on top of that. Like they would wear, sexy wear it over their head. <laughs> they would wear it over their head, not the veil, just, just the veil, just the hood. covering the hair. Yeah. And, but the rest of them was, and you know what? I'm fine with it. And they were fine with it. The other girl just didn't choose to wear it. But I, but every time they walked by, every guy on that fucking campus is checking them out, you know, and that's it. And that is one of the great things. I think one of the great things about America is that you can do that. That, that you can do that. That is, you know, I, we do go in for a lot of America bashing, but I go in for the America bashing that deserves to be bashed narrow-mindedness like people that would have a problem with a woman wearing a hajj because yes well that might be a man dressed up like that and they want to go in a women's bathroom and and finger bang a a woman that didn't want it and then come out and blow themselves up yeah yeah that shit (laughs) i've heard stuff like that exactly exactly but that's what they believe a lot of them believe well she could be hiding a bomb under there don't be a fuck don't be a fuck just she had an Obama ass. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's about. what I, hey. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. Still hurts Sorry. a little bit. No, I knew it was there. I just went ahead and high-fived anyway. Yeah. Well, there's some things you just got to high-five. <laughs> Play through the pain, sir. Walk uh, it off. I love the name of that episode. You guys high-five now. <laughs> and we really did that episode. We, we did a lot. Yeah, we probably want to cut down on it when yeah. we record the next one. <laughs> It became a thing just to annoy Elena. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, she did it too. Yeah, she did whenever whenever I said that pulling out was just as effective as condom. She's like, <laughs> yeah. looked around, searching for a high five. Her and Aaron high fiving was just painful to watch. <laughs> Two of the whitest people yeah. in the world. But they're awesome. I love them. Uh, they're okay. Um, but, um, no, that, I mean, again, that's where we're at as a society is that, uh, just read, uh, apparently in somewhere in Texas, I want to say Dallas, some open carry enthusiasts were open carrying AKs and AR-15s today. Um, Dallas, yeah. And then because they said Dallas isn't going to be Paris. Um, I expected that reaction. I'm also not on the fence about that, but of two minds. Um, it depends on who's who's carrying around the gun. Are were you a soldier? How are you going to react on if something yes. actually does happen? Yes, under pressure. Art, can I count on you? There's that, but there's also the fact. Or, are you a gear fairy? You know what a yeah. gear fairy is? Yeah, yeah. The guys that buy all the stuff and they pretend like they're they were 
the soldiers, but they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the real bad wannabes. Yeah. Um, which is what we had here whenever, uh, that recruiting station was attacked in Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. We had a bunch of gear fairies going out, standing around their bellies, hanging out from underneath their, uh, yeah, no, you're not, in fi- you're not in fighting trim there, Jimbo. <laughs> you're going to gas out in the very first battle. <laughs> um, but, I like the name Jimbo too. Yeah, I've done like ten Jimbos in my life. That's a usually above cunt. average amount of Jimbos. Usually cunts. <laughs> I've liked all the ones, or else I wouldn't really? call them Jimbo. I don't, I don't know. I just called them James. <laughs> no, um, I could have been a Jimbo. No, but you wouldn't be a Jimbo. My first for listeners that don't know, my first name is James. It is a little bit of knowledge for you. See, that's what if if you don't listen to our our uh, supplemental episodes of. Uh, of PFR, the fun employment files, then uh, you're going to miss fun little facts like that. <laughs> you could carry into, yeah. you, you can, you can be a true PFR enthusiast by listening mm-hmm. to this show. Know all of our backstories. You know that if we get famous, that might happen. The people are going to know more about we, us than we do. I think if anybody listens to us, they know just as much about us. Cause I don't, I don't ever tell lies. No, <laughs> I don't either. I mean, they've I'm, heard the story of my shame from fucking a fleshlight. <laughs> They know that I continued to fuck that fleshlight till I just got tired of cleaning it. No, but I cleaned it after every time. Not that gross. I know, but when I was calling it, you know, emblazoned old loads on the side. Let's go whip out old loads. It's a dirty girl, and I fucking pull out and I shoot the load on the side of. (laughs) No, but um. I think it's bad in, in, in the one way, but good in another, because those images are going to be broadcast around the world and those terrorists are going to have to know what they're up against. Like we have a entire nation of people who are armed to the fucking teeth and they are willing to fight, you know, and that's the thing. I don't think they have the fight in them. I don't, I don't think, I think that if they got a taste of it, if they got a true taste of it, they wouldn't want to fight anymore. I think that's the strength. Their guys are our guys. Their guys. Yeah, I think our guys are DTF down to fight. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think, <laughs> I think that when the rubber meet, when rubber meets the road, that we are more willing to fight because we have more to fight for. You know what well, I mean? It's in our, it's in our blood. Yeah. We were what, what did George Carlin say? He said, he said, when those blue eyes come sailing out of the north, you better nail everything down, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it is. It's yeah. part of our fucking, we're a, you know, most, Groups who make up the American, uh, the typical Anglo-American, or not even Anglo, because Anglo just describes one group of white people, wasps. And if you're of Irish descent, you are not Anglo, by the way. Um, th- but we are descent, all descended from warrior cultures who are willing to fight and who are willing to fight brutally. You know what I mean? And I don't know if I am or not. I guess so. Well, Underwood, that's, uh, that's, that's an Irish British. Name. It's a British name. Yeah. Well, British tenacity is a watchword. If you get Brits in a fight, apparently the, uh, Her Majesty's Royal Marines are bad motherfuckers. Like they are in a firefight, are just cool under pressure. Kind of a faggy name, but I mean, dude, but they're fucking, I'm not, I have a buddy and he's talking about him saying those guys were fucking hard. Like they were just, you know, he said, and they're, and he said they're British. They would have tea. They would, you know, but not in a. They'd he, pop your eyeball out and skull fuck you. Yeah, like. but he said, he said, but they were so cool. He said, but at the same time, you didn't fuck with them. You, you know? ever hung out with a lot of military dudes? No, they have so many different names for your mouth. Like they, they'll call it a cocksucker, a dick holster, <laughs> <a> man pleaser. <laughs> uh, 
Dick Holster is now my current favorite. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a lot of them. They would they would just come up with just different names, and it's all the time fucking. My buddy was a Marine, and he'd bring his uh, Marine buddies home all the time mm-hmm. to hang out with us, and they were fucking so much fun to get drunk with. Well, they're great guys. Like they're you know they're, they're tough, but at the same time, see when I worked down south, the few times I did bounce, um, it was never the Marines who were a problem. They were just rowdy. Let me guess Navy. No, I'm not talking. No military were, oh, yeah. were, were a problem. It was frat boys fucking with the military. Bad idea. Yeah, exactly. I took a head frat boy aside one time and said, dude, these guys are Marines. I some can't of them, control them. Some of them are in from Afghanistan. If you get in a fight with them, a 10 on 10, on 10 men fight, some of you will die. I was like, you know. <laughs> 10 on 10. If you get a, if there's 10 of you and two of them, some of you will likely die. Yeah. I mean, and that's. And, you know, a lot of the frat boys were all juiced up. They were big guys. But, see, that's the thing. That does not make you a warrior. doesn't make you tough either. No, it doesn't. No. I've seen lots of big guys get the fuck kicked out of them. You know what I mean? Being strong is is a help. But you have to be able to apply that strength. You know, I'm, I'm a, I think I'm a decent fighter. I've never lost a fight. You know, I know I've got a good chin because I've been hit quite a few times. And it just has never hurt. You know, so... The worst place you can get hit is either in the ear or right on the nose. Yeah, I don't like I've been hit in the nose. That hurt. Oh, Guy God. almost broke my nose. Like, yeah. I think he even cracked the cartilage in it. That fucking hurt. He, it was an accident. You know, he's a friend of mine. Pow, hit me. I was like, oh, fuck. You know, so. Was he trying to, like, make you flinch? Yeah, yeah. Oh, and I, and I, kind of like, I, like, stepped forward into it. And, Jesus Christ, that's two for He's actually oh, hitting me. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, man, I'm sorry. He's like, it's, dude, it's okay. I, I was like, I was bleeding. I was like, it's okay. I don't care, you know, because it was an accident. So you were donning the crimson mask? Yes, I was. I regret that nobody bled the other night when we were calling wrestling so i could have said donning the crimson <laughs> mask i did get to say a whole bunch of outrageous shit though. it was awesome <laughs> i think i honestly think you were the best one like because you i mean frampton's great i just went with the character yeah that's what i'm saying i established myself accidentally and i was like fuck <laughs> it <laughs> everything's, everything's hammerlocks <laughs> hammerlocks all around i can't wait to uh he pushed back December, so it's not going to be till February, I think. Okay. But hopefully he'll send us some matches to call here. That would be awesome. <laughs> it's like me and Frampton used to have an idea to say, uh, we should just cut promos. Yeah, just a like whole no federation with just promos. Yeah, no wrestling. You can just pick up the action in the promo. Like you can show a guy beat up and say, you got me last time, but, and then, you know, just talk shit. That's what you do, you know, because that's the funnest part. Yeah, flair talking shit. We were we were all promos the other night. Yeah, we were. <laughs> it's great. You guys were just relentless against Big Jim McGillicuddy. <laughs> relentless. So much. Especially hate. me. I was really going yeah. after him. <laughs> Kept going, McGillicuddy, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> that shows what you know, Big Jim. I finally said something. I accidentally said something that made sense. Oh, finally! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 30 years in the biz and he finally says something. Do <laughs> <sighs> you think we've ranted enough? I think we have. It's been a good one. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I hope uh, you guys have enjoyed it as well. What songs? Ooh, I know what song we should go out on. Since okay. we talked about them, I'll find it and we'll go out on it. Hmm. We appreciate you guys listening. And uh, tell your friends to listen to us because I want to make this my job. I'm going to need more people to listen to it. Um, 
then what? Listen to it now. Right now, we only have 55,000 listeners a week. We need to get that up to 100,000. And I'm putting this on you. You guys get people to listen to us. Okay? Okay. Thank you. God bless you. And I love you.